A reading from the Gospel of St. John. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is of the earth is of earthly and speaks of earthly things. But the one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever does accept his testimony certifies that God is trustworthy. For the one whom God sent speaks the words of God. He does not ration his gift of the spirit. The father loves the son and has given everything over to him. Whoever believes in the son has eternal life, but whoever disobeys the son will not see life, but the wrath of God remains upon him. Hello, everyone. This gospel is still in chapter three and chapter three presents to us the, the dialogue at night between Jesus and Nicodemus. But moving on in the chapter, we have another interesting step that is of the Jews who go to John the Baptist and they say to him, do you know that that man that you have given testimony to is now baptizing everyone and everyone is going to him? John explains to them why. He says that he is not the Christ and they have already heard him witness to this before. He concludes by saying that he must increase and Jesus, John says he must decrease and Jesus increase. And this opens up to chapter three, which is like the explanation of what John was saying. It isn't said that John the Baptist is saying these words, but it seems like they would come from John the Baptist's mouth. For instance, he says he does not ration his gift of the spirit. Without measure, God gives his spirit. This is the foundational difference between the baptism of John and the baptism of Jesus. The baptism of John was a baptism of penance so that the people are prepared to welcome the Messiah by a recognition of one's own sin and the need to be purified. So this rite was for the purification of sin. The baptism of Jesus was different though because it was not simply for remission of sin, but it is a baptism of the spirit where we are a new creation and renewed in the spirit. We receive the spirit of God in his divine life. We are the creatures that are created in God's image and we receive God's divine life. This passage is very important then. This sentence without measure, God gives his gift. God under the tree of life, that is the cross, breathed his spirit and his, the spirit was given. Under the tree of knowledge of good and evil, if you remember from Genesis, what happens under the tree is sin. But before this, there was temptation. What is the temptation of the devil? And what does he tempt Eve to believe? That this God that they were created by and that they trust is a God that keeps something for himself. Yes, he gave you the trees, but he didn't give you the tree of knowledge of good and evil because he kept it for himself because God is afraid that if you eat it, you will become like him. And so God is jealous. Now, this is the greatest lie that Satan insinuated because it is rather the case that God is the one who gives his spirit without measure. He wants man to participate in his own divine nature. This sentence that God gives his spirit without measure shows that we have a God who is not jealous or greedy. He is a God who gives himself completely without measure and holds nothing back. God is the son of Jesus, excuse me, is the son of God who can give the spirit without measure because he is God and thus possesses the spirit without measure. 
And only God can give the spirit without measure because the spirit is the divine life in God. Thus, in this sentence, a great mystery is revealed. The accusation that happened at the beginning of history is canceled. And we that read this passage after the resurrection can see how what Jesus said to Nicodemus was accomplished when he died on the cross and gave us the Holy Spirit. On the cross, when water and blood poured out from his side, we also see how he gave us the sacraments of the Eucharist and baptism. Water symbolizes the purification and gives life, and the blood is the sacrifice of God giving himself through the sacrifice of the Son. By reading this passage again after the resurrection, even if it plays out before Jesus' resurrection, we are given a great sign of hope and confirmation. We are asked to prepare ourselves for the Holy Spirit that what was promised and what was given to us on the cross, and now we want to receive the Holy Spirit more and more and become channels of the Holy Spirit. So let us live this day by invoking the Holy Spirit and by asking for the grace to be his instruments. Have a great day.